Hi friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. I'm your host, Sif, and I'm the founder of Icing and Glitter, which is a blog, Instagram page, and YouTube channel. Today's guest is someone very special and very unique, Nicole Wangman, founder of Ring Concierge. Ring Concierge is a jewelry destination and e-commerce business that caters to millennials. They simplify the ring buying process through transparency, incredible service, and epic designs. If you don't already follow them on Instagram, you need to because they're notorious for posting the most gorgeous jewelry pictures, which will have you frothing in the mouth. So Nish proposed to me last summer, and I know that finding the ring was a journey. Truth is, there's very little there's very little information out there about engagement rings, and a lot of you may have questions. Maybe you're wondering why there's such a discrepancy in price of engagement rings. What the fuck to even actually look for in a diamond or who to trust? In today's interview, Nicole answers all jewelry-related questions and shares details about a super exciting launch. So with that, let's dive into my conversation with Nicole Wangman. All right, Nicole. So first things first, how did you get into the world of jewelry? Yeah, so I started in fashion, actually. I didn't start in jewelry. Mm -hmm. And after I had gone through the engagement ring process myself and I had walked up and down 47th Street, I didn't like the jeweler. I didn't like the options that I saw there. Um, Basically, it was a very male-run industry. Most of the jewelers were much older, and I just didn't trust their taste. The prices were very opaque. I didn't know if I was being ripped off or if I was getting a good deal um or I could walk into Tiffany's or Harry Winston and have like a beautiful experience the customer service was unparalleled but the prices matched I mean the prices were significantly higher and that's when I realized there wasn't something out there for millennials that was easy to shop a brand they trusted a taste level in line with what they actually wanted to buy nobody was really utilizing social media at the time and that's when I came up with the concept of ring concierge I mean the there's like two extremes when it comes to like I feel like ring shopping and people are so confused and I feel like a space like this is so necessary like we were just talking about this before the interview but like I feel like it's the most confusing process ever because like traditionally it's just like things feel so like old school and stuffy and like you don't know who to trust so it's cool that you came up with a concept like this do you have like a background in gemology like what like tell me about your background So I actually didn't before I started this. Once I realized I wanted to get into this space, I Mm -hmm. took courses at GIA, which is the most accredited jewelry um, program. But to be honest, most people in this industry have been in it forever and their families did it and they took over their parents' company and it's all they know. So compared to many of them, I have, you know, in their eyes, much less experience, much less credibility. But I think that's exactly what worked for the company. I came into it with a fresh perspective, not coming in with a preconceived notion as to how jewelry should be sold and how the company should be run. And because of that, we've been so successful. It's a completely fresh take on this very, very old, antiquated industry. Yeah. And like absolutely necessary too because I think everyone's shopping patterns for like every part of their life is changing right and Mm -hmm. I feel like this should be no different because it's a big life decision you know and you want to have like a great shopping experience when it comes to finding like the right ring um 
so when you got started with this like amazing idea of yours like how like how did you even know where to begin like how did you start getting like clientele like how did you get the word out about the business that was the hard part and that did <laughs> t- <laughs> that took a long time I mean luckily I was kind of the ideal age of people getting engaged in Manhattan I was in my um, I think I was 26 at the time, so most of my friends were talking about getting engaged or had just gotten engaged. So it did start with friends and family, and it grew from there. But um, social media was a huge part in that. I started the business account and started posting the diamonds, and then obviously it was an ideal time. That was the time in which Instagram started to really grow and I was one of the very, very first jewelry companies that jumped on board and you know, it wasn't even completely intentionally. It was partially luck that I got in at the right time. And the account grew really, really fast because it was easier to grow back then on Instagram. Yeah. It's much harder now, <laughs> surprisingly. Even with the amount of followers we have, it's much harder. So the social media following blew up. And that the growth of the business and the amount of volume we did was directly correlated to how many followers we had at the time. Yeah, I mean, that's how I found you guys. I, I think yours is probably one of the most beautiful business accounts I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. Like, every time I'm on it, I just, like, it's it's actually quite dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we like to be aspirational, but also, like, achievable. Come shop with us. Yeah, so that totally. is the goal. Yeah, love it. Um, Okay, so since you're the expert, let's discuss the four C's. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about the four C's. People... You, Consumers think that they should base their decision completely on the four C's, but none of those C's actually talk about how beautiful the diamond is. So you have your cut grade, which only applies to round diamonds. Most people don't realize that. The C that corresponds to cut grade, you will not find that on an oval. You will not find that on an emerald. It's only a round diamond that will come with a cut grade on the GIA report. Wow. Right. So for a round, it's very important. You want an excellent cut round because it's going to ensure it's as brilliant as possible. For all other shapes, you have nothing to go off of. So we try to prioritize here how pretty the diamond actually is. Because yes, you can get a really high color grade or a really high clarity grade, but the diamond could be straight up ugly. Those things don't necessarily indicate a beautiful diamond. And without a cut grade, you need to have a sharp eye. You need to know what to look for. So we refer to it as the RC make. And that is our way of talking about how beautiful is this diamond? How brilliant is it? How lively is it? Are the proportions nice? Is the outline nice? Yes, we can play with color and clarity. We could get you colorless if you want. We could get you flawless if you want. But if it's not a beautiful diamond, why are you buying it in the first place? Totally. And that's also what kind of sets us apart and that's what you're seeing a lot on Instagram when everything's like so beautiful and shiny and you're like I want that oval now it's because we've focused on the make and the beauty of the diamond above the other criteria so how do you determine like what a beautiful diamond is or like the you call the RC criteria is that the RC make the RC make exactly so So that's the make of the diamond and that's how nicely it's cut and without that cut grade we have to look at them ourselves. Our team, our bridal team, is trained exceptionally well in vetting diamonds. We don't even recommend a diamond to a client if it's not approved by us in terms of beauty. So everything is being curated. Diamonds that are not beautiful are being filtered out. We don't even recommend them or show them if we personally don't believe in them as a team. Right. So that's why all of the ring concierge rings are always so bright, so sparkly, so lively, because we've 
found you those like top, top diamonds, but it doesn't mean there's a high price associated with it. It just means we as a team have done some serious digging and found these like you know, diamond in the rough, if you will. Yeah, I love that. Um, so let's talk about stone shapes. Like, does it impact how the ring shines? Like what, like, or how do you even find the right stone shape? Like what are the different stone shapes to a complete like newbie? So yes, the different shapes will definitely impact sparkle, brilliance. Rounds are the most brilliant cut. That's also why they are, well, partially why they are the most popular shape. They are extremely bright, extremely sparkly, there's, very, there's a ton of demand for them. Um, then you have what's called the brilliant cuts. So you're going to have ovals. You're going to have cushion cuts. These are diamonds that are also really, really brilliant, but they're not around. Then you have an emerald cut. Emeralds are very, very glassy. So they are geometric. They're not sparkly. Well, I shouldn't say that. They still sparkle, but it's in a completely different way. So if you're a girl that wants like total bling, an emerald would be a poor choice for you. Mm. But if you're more modern or you want something more understated or something just really simple where you could see all the lines, that's who's drawn to an emerald. Got it. Super interesting. So like the the price of diamonds, like we just discussed this a little bit, but you know, you like, why is it so varied? You know, why is it that you have, you know, like a Tiffany's and then you have these like online jewelry stores and you don't know who to trust and like, wh- like, why is that? So the diamond pricing on the back end from a wholesale perspective is actually pretty stable. Prices are very similar. Yes, there will be diamonds that cost more or less depending on their criteria, but in general, pricing is pretty stable. And there is a pricing structure that as a wholesaler, as a buyer, that we do work off of. Different retailers can command different prices. Tiffany's is, you're not shopping at Tiffany's to get a good price. You're shopping there because you care about having the blue box. With that, they are able to charge a markup that is significantly higher than what anyone else would charge for that same diamond. It's not actually a different type of diamond or a better diamond. It's just quite literally a higher markup. So essentially, you're literally paying for like brand value, customer service, like the whole like Tiffany's experience. Like that's the markup you're paying for. Literally. Like wow, quite literally. no way. We can get the exact same quality diamonds Tiffany offers and offer it for half the price sometimes like it's it, the price difference is massive yeah so this is like i heard rumors about this right that like okay you know like places like tiffany's harry winston you pay for like the whole experience as opposed to just quality of diamond right but like for me i like i had no idea what to believe again like i feel like it's things are so murky right mm-hmm. so like you can never really know so how like how can you tell if you're being ripped off or not like so that's a great question <laughs> The industry is traditionally very opaque. There is very little price transparency. And with that comes a ton of customer confusion. You are not alone in not understanding why someone's asking $100,000, whereas another store is asking $50,000 for the same diamond on paper. Yeah. Um, There's a lot that goes into it. Branding, to your point, is a huge component. But the best way to make sure you're paying a fair price is to comp shop. You know, if you walk into a jeweler and you really trust them and you think they're great and they quote you a price, most people nowadays will do something to kind of spot check that price. They'll go into another jeweler. Okay, something similar is a similar price. Great. You know, these seem to be like reasonably priced stores. But if you go to one and it's vastly different than the other, 
somewhat something's off someone's not being completely transparent with you or their Mm -hmm. pricing structure is not something you're going to want to move forward with yeah we as a company essentially try to offer that service that level of detail that luxury product and experience you get with a harry winston or a tiffany but we absolutely don't add that markup. We work at markups that are very in line with the rest of the industry, extremely competitive. We try to keep our margins really, really tight as a company without sacrificing any of those things you would want if you walked into Tiffany's. Love it. And you can see like when you come into this space, like it's beautiful and like it's like very millennial friendly. (laughs) I think (laughs) it's super cute. (laughs) Um, So what are some current trends when it comes to engagement rings? So right now, our best-selling ring is what we call the Whisper Thin. It is a very, very thin band. It's our take on the solitaire. It's basically the solitaire for the modern girl. It's simple. It allows for the diamond to be all the focus. Love The it. diamond looks really, really big. Oh, I'm looking at one right now, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so we've... Wow. Um, that... That ring is just doing exceptionally well because it's easy to stack. It's easy to style. It's still interesting, but it's also classic. And it's this fine balance where the little tiny details do make a difference. Just by making the band thinner and tweaking a few other characteristics, we've taken a traditional solitaire and all of a sudden it's the coolest ring on the market. It's probably the most attempted to be knocked off ring that's out there right now. Um, we do it the best so (laughs) please come to us for it and we've figured out a way to make it really structurally stable while still being super thin and that's what people are loving we're also seeing a big trend towards three stone rings so that would be when you have two side stones uh okay got it yep two side stones next to your center stone so an emerald cut with trapezoids is a really really popular version of that um, or around with tapered baguettes, just something to add a little extra sparkle if you're not the type of girl who wants micropave details. But micropave is still really, really huge if you do love all that bling and all that sparkle. But those are probably our three biggest trends we're seeing right now. At the end of the day, we try not to be too trend focused. You know, this is an expensive purchase. This is something you're wearing every day. You're wearing it for many, many years. So we want it to be millennial friendly. We want it to be cool. We want it to be trendy, but not in a way where in five years from now, you're going to look down and be like, what was I thinking with this 100%. ring? And like the, the pieces are extremely timeless. Like they're like this, this one with the really thin band. Guys, I'm looking at like a, like a, what is it a round cut diamond it's a round round. on our whisper thin band yeah and it's like a stunning ring like it's timeless but you can totally stack it and it's it's beautiful like it is a modern but classic piece of jewelry which I love I think it's super that's always the balance yeah how do we create something timeless but have it feel fresh yeah 100% so when people come in um for an engagement ring are they mostly asking for customizations or do they buy what's available like what's going on like what's the norm here so all of our rings are custom made each one is going to be custom made for whichever diamond you select for your finger size and whichever, you know, setting you like best, the color gold, do you want platinum? We work through all of those details and they're each made one at a time by hand so you can customize anything you want about it. With that being said, most people do come to us for 
these signature designs that we have, like the Whisper Thin, because they've seen it on social media. They see how it's styled. They're obsessed with it. Yeah. And often they don't actually change anything about it because they want it, you know, exactly the way we've been showing it because we have spent a ton of time coming up with this specific design. Mm -hmm. So nine times out of 10, they don't alter the design, but it is, it can be customized. But you can like take the the ring and like ask for like a different um, size of diamond and stuff like that. Exactly. Every component of it is going to be completely custom to that client. We work with loose diamonds first. So you pick out your diamond shape, your diamond size. We do talk to you, of course, about the color, the clarity. We work through the GIA specifications. And once you've honed in on this is my dream diamond, I'm in love with it. Then we would discuss the setting details and create that setting by hand to perfectly fit your diamond. So the look is seamless, the setting is secure, and it's everything you imagined it to be. So say someone doesn't want to go for like a typical diamond for an engagement ring. Like do you guys work with other gemstones and stuff as well? Absolutely. We work with gemstones. Um, We work, we have clients sometimes that want a big killer wedding band as their engagement ring. That can be really fun. We do a ton of custom work. It's it's um, kind of anything you can dream of, we can make. Love it. Love it. Okay, so there's a lot of concern about like the ethics of diamond sourcing. So how can someone ensure that they're getting it from the right place? Because I know I like personally, I have friends who are like, oh, like, you know, they're like averse to getting diamonds because they're scared of where it's coming from. So like, mm-hmm. how can you ensure that, you know, you're okay? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So as a company, we only work with suppliers that can guarantee their diamonds are conflict free. There are processes in place Um, one of them is called the Kimberly process where you have to be able to track track the diamond start to finish you have to know where it came from it has to be guaranteed a diamond not from a conflict zone in order for it to get this certification and we work with jewelers who follow that we work with jewelers who have all signed paperwork agreeing that you know guaranteeing that they are not selling us conflict diamonds um there's also things beyond conflict diamonds like you want to work with companies that are will guarantee they're they're not involved in money laundering you know there's a lot in this industry that we are very very diligent about and make sure that we are careful that we can stand behind everything we sell and that we are can be proud of our impact our impact here in this industry love it and are there like specific areas which are like better known for like great diamonds than others? Not at all. Um, there are certain areas that are known for very special diamonds, um, like the Argyle mines are known for pink diamonds. Wow. But white diamonds in general can come from many, many places. It's not just Africa. M- most people believe that that's where you would get a diamond from, but there are plenty of diamonds being mined in Russia, in Canada. So they do come from all over. Just if you're looking for something really specific, like the pink diamonds, the, you know, there are certain mines that just produce like the most killer pink diamonds. Right. And you guys do pink diamonds as well. If someone really wanted one. We do. Oh, cool. Yep. Awesome. So how can someone ensure that they're getting the best bang for their buck when it comes to purchasing an engagement ring? That's our favorite thing to do here. Um, we work with each client to figure out what their priorities are. Is your priority carrot weight? Is your priority the color. Usually, most women, it's carrot weight. Like, who's kidding who? Everyone wants the biggest diamond <laughs> they can get, which is totally fine and very normal. So no one should be embarrassed if that's their priority. But so if we know that, we know, okay, here's your budget. You know, you want to spend, let's say, $30,000 and you want to get the biggest diamond possible. What shape are we looking at? Okay, we know with ovals, for example, you can go really low on clarity because they're extremely difficult to spot inclusions because they're so brilliant. So let's drop down to 
you know, SI1 or SI2 clarity. But let's make sure we don't go too low in color because ovals do show color really easily. And then let's put all the rest of that towards carrot weight. And we just help people figure out how to prioritize their budget and prioritize the different characteristics so that when you look down at your hand, you have the look you want rather than just like this perfect piece of paperwork, but you have, you know, this tiny diamond that doesn't make you happy. Mm -hmm. So that's really a one-on-one conversation and also like part of what we try to educate people on in Instagram and in blog posts. You know, how do you prioritize your budget depending on each diamond shape. Love it. And how long does this whole process take? So it can take anywhere from one to three months. Usually finding the right diamond takes a few weeks. And then our settings each take about four weeks to handcraft. So we tell people, you know, call us, email us about three months out from when you want your finished ring and you will be in good shape in terms of timing. So if someone is not based in New York, like how do they go about the whole process? So actually more than half of our clients are long distance. We work over um, emails and texts with really high res photos and videos. We don't use any kind of special lighting. We use just the lighting you see here in our office. It's natural light, daylight, and we just take really clear pictures of the diamond options on our own hands. My wholesale team, they're all women who are, you know, 25 to 35. So they're kind of the age of most of our clientele. So it gives them a good sense of scale and gives them a very good idea as to what the diamonds would look like on their own hand when we're working long distance. And then we jump on the phone and we talk through all the options and we just send tons and tons of pictures. So I think we do a really good job of showing you exactly what you're going to get. So when it arrives to you, there's no surprises. You're like, oh my God, actually, it's even more beautiful than I thought. Mm -hmm. Do you find women are increasingly like more like involved in this whole process or is it mostly guys just coming in and completely oh no the women are usually involved which we actually like um we try to encourage couples to do it together if they're open to that a it's going to result in a ring that you know she knows she loves b most of our clients are coming here because the woman follows us on instagram and tells her boyfriend okay here's where we're going i want i want a ring concierge ring and i'm coming with you because i want to make sure i love it yeah so usually they'll do the first appointment or two together And then maybe she bows out when it comes into production and the arrival of the ring is a surprise and the proposal can be a surprise, but she knows that he's purchased something she actually loves Mm -hmm. because, you know, it isn't, is, it is an expensive purchase and you want to make sure you're wearing something every day that you actually like. And it's not this like hideous ring that he dreamt up on his own. And it's, you know, the absolute opposite of what you were hoping to get. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely takes the guesswork out of it for everyone. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you. I'm on that camp. Like I went and I tried on rings like before I was getting engaged and I didn't just want it to be this like shot in the dark. I think mm-hmm. my like fiance would have been super confused as well. It's like, really scary to think what they would so do on scary. their own. Yeah, like can you imagine? No, and like I have friends who secretly don't like their ring and they yeah. can't tell their fiance because that's just awful, you know. Mm-hmm. So then you're stuck with something. So exactly. I I like that you encourage people and like just open that up like you know we're in the 21st century like we can do this and most guys are relieved you know a lot of guys are like oh god like I don't I don't want to guess yeah I want to make sure I'm buying something that she likes and that I'm proposing and there's all these pictures of something she's actually happy with and she's not secretly crying inside a hundred percent a hundred percent um so you guys have a 10k line um coming up Mm -hmm. so tell me about it 
So we are really, really excited. Um, our rings currently start at $10,000. And the process I just described, those would be all of our custom bespoke rings, the Ring Concierge main bridal line. This new line is going to be much more inclusive. We're extremely excited. It's called Vow, Vow by Ring Concierge. And the rings will be priced from around 5000 to 10000 So it's really opening up the ability for more people to shop with us. And the entire line will be done, will be sold online only. So you wouldn't be making an in-office appointment. You wouldn't be having that same one-on-one -on -one consultation. But it's going to be this really, really easy and comprehensive and user-friendly experience online on ringconcierge.com. Okay. So with the under 10K line, um, what's the kind of stone you're typically getting? Like what, what are the kind of rings that you have available? Sure. So it will start at 0.75 carats and go up to one and a half carats. Mm. So the average will be somewhere around a carat. So these are not small. I mean, these are still going to be beautiful, like well-sized diamonds. A carrot is certainly nothing to be you know, ashamed of. That's a beautiful size ring, mm -hmm. but we're just allowing so many more people to shop with us now. I mean, honestly speaking, like I'm thinking about my own experience and like going to Tiffany's, a carrot is like a phenomenal amount, right? Like in exactly. comparison, you could never get it under $10,000. It's like, or like, oh my anywhere God, near no. that mark. Like, oh it's my like, God. Just like, you can't even get like half an earring there for no. $10,000. <laughs> it's true. So that sounds, that sounds amazing. And like, obviously since people already know the brand, it's like a great foray into like an online situation because it's still a trusted brand. It's not like you're going in there and like, you know, shopping in the dark, not knowing like where you're getting this like online thing from, like who it's coming from. So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And I think with um, the brand loyalty we have from social media and so many of these women are also probably already shopping our fine jewelry in terms of like bangles and bracelets and earrings. So they've already probably shopped with us. They already know the quality, the customer service. And now it's just one more component that they are able to afford. And the excitement behind it is pretty insane actually in terms of our customers like talking to us about how excited they are that finally they can afford a ring concierge engagement ring because their budget was under ten thousand dollars yeah I bet so like take me through the whole process say I have you know found the ring from the vow um like sh tell me the whole process a to z sure so it's gonna start with actually something really fun that no one else is really doing we are offering a home try-on kit i mean kind of think warby parker where you could pick out a variety of glasses try them on before you have to commit to buying one we are going to do the same thing for vow so Amazing. yeah we're really excited about this so you pick out your top three rings that you are wanting to try on we ship them to you. They're, they're not going to be real diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> they will be, you know, a replica version of the ring. But at least you can try them on, feel them, touch them. They come in this really cute box. You know, there's a surprise gift in there that you get to keep. There's a ring sizer. There's tips and tricks as to how to make the decision and get your finger sized properly. You know, it can be really cute. You could do this with your boyfriend get some champagne like have a moment together or you know if you don't care about his opinion which like sometimes people don't <laughs> do it with your girlfriends have them over get a bunch of wine all three of you you know get your home try on kit pick out your favorite vow ring so then that's shipped back to us and then you would go online and you would purchase the real version of it we will have 
plenty of diamonds available to purchase off the site and they are all vetted by our team to meet a certain quality parameter. So although you wouldn't be seeing this in person, there will be a video of it. And we as a company do stand behind all of these diamonds. And then we will have a variety of signature settings that, you know, are very in line with what customers like from our current line. And you would combine these components. Okay, I want this one carat oval and I want it in the, a yellow gold ring and you would pick out certain details and then you would check out online just like you would any e-com purchase, but it's really, really simple and transparent and clear and there's no stress in the whole process and then it gets shipped to you in this like beautiful package and so, you know, maybe you let your boyfriend sign for the package so he can do a surprise proposal or whatever it is. But it's basically the same process we have here in-house, but we're moving it online. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's absolutely necessary in this industry, I feel, because you want things to be easy and affordable and without any sort of confusion. So I, I like that you guys, especially the try-home, at-home at try-on kit, I think that's awesome. Yeah, we, we understand that this is a purchase that you want to ideally have been able to see or touch ahead of time, which mm -hmm. is why we developed this home try-on kit. We don't want you to have to buy it off of a picture. We want you to be able to see this setting, put it on your hand. Yep, confirmed. I thought I loved it. Now I know I love it. So it's not this completely blind purchase. Mm -hmm. So are wedding bands also part of the line? Coming soon. So we're going to launch first with just engagement rings and then wedding bands will be launched later in the year. We still have all of our current wedding bands that they, you know, that would match beautifully with these vow rings. We just don't have a specific vow wedding band collection currently. So talk to me about wedding band trends currently. Like what are you seeing more of? Like are people like leaning more towards one style over the other? Like what are you seeing? We see a lot of larger eternity bands being sold that could be worn alone. So a lot of our brides have a significantly sized engagement ring and they don't always want to wear it every single day if they know they're going to the gym or they're traveling outside of the country. So often they will buy a large wedding band that actually just kind of holds its own when they're not wearing it with their ring. A good example would be an emerald cut eternity band. Mm. Um, we sell a version that isn't too bulky. It's called the petite emerald cut and it's made with 0.15 carat each emeralds. It's beautiful. It's substantial, but it's not like your grandma's bulky ring that's uncomfortable <laughs> to wear. Love it. The other thing, the other style wedding bands we sell often are stackables. So, you know, most clients are buying pretty modern and thin rings with with us and then they want a bunch of thin stackable rings to be able to play around with depending on their outfit that day they might want something a little bit more bougie or if they're going you know, just to their friend's house on a weekend. They want something understated. So they'll actually buy a few wedding bands. And most people are not tied to just one anymore. And what is like the average pricing for wedding bands? The range is huge. Um, they Something with diamonds would start around 1200 for something like a micro pave band. And then the larger eternity bands start around 6000 averaging more around 13000 and can go up to, you know, six figures depending on how big you want to go. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so what kind of ring from your under 10K line do you recommend for a girl who wants to live a champagne lifestyle on a beer budget? Totally a great question. Um, that's actually, most people are trying to stretch their budget as far as they can. Mm -hmm. So the same concept applies for Vow. I would recommend an oval. They tend to look bigger than other shapes. And 
you're going to get just like a lot of bang for the buck in terms of finger coverage. And then I would do a really simple solitaire setting. So you're not pouring too much money into the setting and it's all about the diamond. Just get yourself a killer, killer oval. I would go a little bit lower in color and clarity so that you can put all the budget towards carat weight and just have the focus be on that. Love it. Great tips. So tell everyone where they can find you. Instagram, website, all that kind of jazz. Sure. The Instagram handle is at Ring Concierge and the website is ringconcierge.com and the new 10K line called Vow is right on ringconcierge.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you.